This is Running Thoughts. My name is Glenn Gould, and this podcast is dedicated to the idea that you should have an inspiring life. And part of that inspiring life is having a business that is inspired and inspires you and everyone that it touches. Today, I want to talk about what would be the most timely thing to talk about at the first of the year, and that is New Year's resolutions and how they um, shape our lives and change the way we look at things and um, really become a, a, a point of interest for everybody this time of year. You know, the holidays are over and we are now into a new year, a new decade even. And um, it's said that probably uh, upwards of 65% of people will make a New Year's resolution of some sort. I think probably that number's higher than that. Uh, I think that everybody can't help but at the first of the year um, at least examine. It's it's one of those dates in the year that you just kind of re-examine things. I think that, you know, for Christians, probably Christmas, New Year's, uh, Easter, maybe Good Friday. Um, you know, the, the holidays that... Um, make us think about renewal, springtime, and, uh, and Thanksgiving are all dates that uh, probably, you know, make us take a little bit of a moment and pause and reflect. But uh, regardless of your faith, whatever uh, your interest in life is, certainly a new year is a time when it, you at least would think about a little bit, well, what is it that uh, I'm doing that I, I like? What is it that I'm doing that I'm not so crazy about? What are some things I like to see in my life? Um, so many of us get so wrapped up in life that we fail to stop every once in a while and really examine what in the world is going on and how is it that I'm a part of that and how is it that I want to be a part of that? And so let's talk a little bit about New Year's resolutions, about goals. And um, I was introduced to the idea of having goals very, very early in my adult life. Um, I, I don't think that really it was explained to me about goals when I was in um, elementary, middle, or high school. I know that, you know, when we were on sports teams, I was on the golf team. Um, we really didn't talk much about the goal of winning uh, the county tournament or the state or anything. We just played golf. And um, I think that probably had an impact on us. I think it probably had an impact on why we weren't very good because we really weren't trying to do anything other than get out of school early and play some golf. And maybe if we were lucky, we'd get a, a tournament against a, a, better, a better school and we'd get to play a better golf course every once in a while for free. Um, when it came to grades in school, uh, sure, there was some discussion about how they would impact your ability to get into college, but there was never really any conversation about, hey, listen, this is a skill that you're going to need for the rest of your life. You need to understand that um, if you don't develop this now, if you don't learn how to uh, set some targets for yourself in life and, and measure and achieve them and, and then reset, then you're really going to struggle. And I think that's got a lot to do with why so many people spend so much time in their life just floundering and why even those who are exposed to the idea of goals uh, spend a great deal of time floundering because we've spent, you know, the first 20 years of our lives probably because you didn't get it in school, uh, the first 20 years of your life probably living one way, and then somewhere along the line you get exposed to the idea of, hey, uh, you can um, 
impact your results, you can impact your life by deciding what it is you want and where you want to go. And so I was introduced to the idea of goals by uh, a man named Brian Tracy. He is a sales trainer. And um, if you're listening to this and you've been exposed to me, you've probably heard his name a number of times. Uh, I was uh, in my mid-20s at the time. I had taken a traveling salesman's job after being fired as a golf pro. And um, I drove all over the country listening to Brian Tracy and then to Dennis Waitley. He certainly impacted my life about goals and Earl Nightingale and, and so many others. And the information that I received was uh, based on the idea that you become what you think about. And if you think about achieving things, then you'll become an achiever. And so uh, as I started to learn about goals, I also discovered that goals come in other forms. And that is like when you work for somebody, they have a goal for you for your sales. And we certainly had goals in our sales organization of how many units we would sell, the dollar volume that we would create, the number of clients that we would pick up. And all of those things have an impact on you being able to become inspired by your business because you can see that you're accomplishing things. If you don't have a target that you're shooting at, you'll certainly hit most anything and most often not your target because there isn't one. And so it, it's helpful if you kind of have some idea of where you're going and what you're trying to accomplish and then having a measurement as to what it looks like. And one of the things that I learned early about goals was is that a goal should be just out of reach but not out of sight and that you should walk it backward from the future. That once you have that goal that you can then uh, look backwards from it and say, okay, these are the steps that will happen that will get me to that goal. And I, I know that probably all of this is um, remedial for most people who will listen to this podcast. They know all of this stuff. But the truth is, uh, just like me, we don't practice it enough. And it's sad because, you know, the things that we know work so often we don't do on a regular basis because we know they work, we've seen them work, and we like change. We like excitement. We like things to be different. And um, unfortunately, quite often we get off track because we're so busy trying to find that next exciting thing when all we really need to do is, is become excited about the process of achieving what we want instead of trying to be distracted. Because really, I believe the number one reason that we abandon our goals or get distracted from our goals is that we really don't think we can have what we want. Uh, there's a lot of uh, science and the, uh, the thought of goals and certainly in the failure to achieve them. And a lot of the science indicates that um, uh, low self-esteem and the idea that we don't deserve things, a lot of guilt over achieving things when others don't that we're close to, uh, the fear of uh, alienating those that we care about, and the realization that you know when you add everything together, um, you might have to abandon some of those people you care about, those friends that maybe aren't congruent with where you want to go. And this is really what I kind of want to talk about with regard to um, New Year's resolutions and goals. Because um, no matter what you hear, you'll hear the opposite as being true as well. Some people will tell you that um, vegetarian diet is, uh, is going to be the best way for you to lose weight, and others will tell you that a almost exclusively meat diet will be the best way for you to lose weight. 
some will tell you that um, if you walk every day that you'll lose weight and others will tell you no you need to rest at least a couple days a week to let your muscles uh, rebuild no matter what you hear no matter what you're trying to accomplish you're going to find that there's going to be two polar opposites and everything you can believe in the middle as well and the most important thing that you can do is make a decision that you're going to do something and stick with it if you decide that you're going to go on an all vegetarian diet then do it if you decide you're going to go on the uh, atkins diet and eat nothing but uh, no carb food do it if you decide that you're going to walk at least a mile every day or at least a half mile or if you you just decide i am going to reach out and touch the doorknob with my shoes on and if i don't go outside at least i accomplish something well then do that but consistency is the key to achieving everything that we want and we by nature are completely inconsistent i want you to think about that for a second our human nature is inconsistency and um, you can argue that it comes from our um, our earliest beginnings that um, as uh, cave dwellers that all we needed to do was worry about filling our bellies and not being killed and um, that is really all we still think about that uh, we are driven by that uh, primordial uh, desire to for safety and for and for food um, or you can uh, argue that the, the reason that is is because we have so many opportunities in life now that uh, our brains just aren't capable of comprehending one idea and sticking with it. But I will tell you that uh, you can read everything you want to read. You can listen to everything you want to listen to. I'll save you all the trouble because I've less listened and read a lot on this topic. And the key to achieving what you want is very simple. Decide in advance, be willing to pay the price in advance, and be consistent in your efforts. That's it. There's nothing you can't do if you decide that you want it, decide in advance to pay the price, and be consistent in your efforts. And one of the things that I think is really important to remember here is, is that sometimes we decide what we want on a time frame that is completely unrealistic. If you are making $100 a week right now, and you decide that by the end of next week you're going to be making a million dollars a week, that's an unrealistic expectation. And even if you did, your ability to manage that kind of money would be completely incomplete because you haven't learned the steps and what it takes to get there. You haven't learned and grown to appreciate having it. That's why so many people who win the lottery uh, end up broke and worse off than they were uh, after winning the lottery. It's because they're incapable of managing mentally, physically, psychologically, emotionally, uh, a tremendous windfall financially. That's why so many businesses that um, have really good uh, hyper growth in their early years uh, hit a period of struggle because um, they've, they've learned the growth model, but they haven't learned the management model and the sustaining model that go with it because that takes time. It just takes time. There's no shortcut to learning how to do something you've never done before. The only shortcut there is is to being exposed to the steps that it takes, but you've got to go through them. And the best way to go through them is to do it in a fashion that is as quickly as possible 
but not skipping any steps that are essential. And so as you start to think about your um, goals and your re resolutions for 2020, here's some ideas that I want you to consider. Some people will tell you that you should write down your goals and share them with everybody you know. They'll help you, they'll help you be accountable. Other people will tell you, write down your goals, but don't tell anybody because everybody will tell you that you're being unrealistic. And the truth is, once again, you've got to decide what works for you. But the key was, write down your goals. Write down what it is you want. I will tell you that I went through this exercise uh, probably 20 years ago. I've done it a number of times in my life. But uh, about two years ago, I found the first sheet that I had. And it was astonishing how many of the things that I wrote down that I wanted that I never even thought about again, I actually attained just because I had gone through the process of putting a pen to a paper and writing it down as something that I desired. Uh, so many things that I wanted uh, came, came true, happened, because I made a decision and I put it on paper. Now, the big ones, I had to make a decision, put on paper, and I had to follow through. But some of those things, a silly example is, I wanted some landscaping rock and stone around my home. And, um, you know, I wrote that down probably two years before we ever purchased it. And I never looked back at that list in that two-year period. But, um, you know, it was one of those things that was in the back of my mind I always wanted to accomplish. And if you haven't heard the story about uh, deciding something and... Um, putting it in the back of your mind. Um, I've told this story in other places, so I'll tell the Cliff Notes version here. But uh, many, many years ago, when I was first exposed to Earl Nightingale, I was listening to a story that he was telling about how he had um, been frustrated by restaurateurs in the area that he lived, and he had decided to open a restaurant. And he described the place as a the only restaurant with an elevator on a two-story pier in a harbor um, in, um, in all of Florida. He said it was the most beautiful place on the planet. And um, I said, you know what, one day, I, I, I go to Florida a lot, one day I'm, I'm going to find that place. And it was about 20 years later that uh, I was standing just outside my office in Fisherman's Village, Florida. And I was waiting on a friend to pick me up on the stairs. And for whatever reason on that day, I looked up and looked at the plaque of the people who, you know, had originally built Fisherman's Village. And lo and behold, there's Earl Nightingale. He was one of the people who had built it. And then all of a sudden, the restaurant at the top of the, uh, of on the uh, top and end of the uh, pier, the Fisherman's Village, uh, totally made sense to me. There was some scribbling on the glass doors, and I never could understand why there was an E and an N on the glass doors. And of course, it was Nightingale's Restaurant before it was the captain's table. And uh, I'm convinced that the reason that I found that place, not the reason I ended up there, because I don't, I don't think that I ended up there because I was looking for Earl Nightingale's restaurant. I, I, but I do think the reason that I was able to find it was because so many years ago I had said to myself, one day I'm going to find that place. And so what's your one day that you're going to find where you are? What's the one day thing that you want to see come true? Maybe it's a little thing like, you know, just finding Earl Nightingale's restaurant. Maybe it's a big thing like, Maybe finding out your complete capability as a business owner or as an uh, outstanding employee in the organization you work for, or maybe it's finding that, no, that person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Uh, maybe it's being a great parent or a great grandparent. I, I don't know what it is for you, but this is a great time of year to decide what it is. 
Because here's the interesting thing that'll happen. You know, only in a couple of days, the whole newness of the year will be over. And so many people will have already made a commitment and failed. So don't be like them. Let's sit down and put a pen to paper. Let's spend a little bit of time this weekend deciding what we want. Even if we don't know how we're going to get it. Because sometimes the most fun is figuring that part out. Hey, listen, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you have a great day. Please uh, make a comment below and uh, subscribe. I'm uh, going to be doing more podcasts this year. I'm going to try to populate this channel because I believe that uh, everyone deserves to have an inspired life and everyone ought to have a business that inspires them and inspires others. So get out there and um, share this with somebody if you would. You, if you want to inspire somebody, share this podcast with them, but get out there and inspire somebody today. Remember, when you do, you'll inspire yourself. Have a great day now. And get out there. Make it happen for you. You are in charge of you.